0: I'd like to share with you an embarrassing story. My first year of priesthood, I was at a parish downriver Detroit called St. Cyprian. In that parish, they always baptize children during Mass. So what we do is we put a child in this huge bowl, not unclothed, we pour water over the child, then we wrap the child with a huge white towel and lift him up, like the Lion King, and we sing hallelujah. We have a new member of the church here, cleansed, made new for us in Christ. Well, I did this with this child, and afterwards the grandfather came up to me and with tears in his eyes was so proud. Thank you so much for sharing to everyone that I have a God, I have a grandson. So what do you mean? Everyone knew he wasn't a granddaughter. He was a grandson. The towel didn't go all the way around. <laughs> Hopefully he didn't scar the child. But anyway, um, but I but he was saying also he said, it's great to have a grandson who's in Christ. He was just so happy. Everyone knew he was a grandson, but who was in Christ. He was so happy. So I want us to reflect on what's our experience of baptism. Maybe our own baptism if we're older, or we've been to baptism with our children, our, our, our friends and families. What was it like? My brother, who's an atheist, all he sees is you're putting water over someone. But if we believe we see a sacrament where the someone is being washed clean, made new to walk in the newness of Christ Jesus. We can see that. That's what's happening in baptism, not just water being poured over. Paul says in the second reading, he says, Do you not know that in baptism we died with Christ? Like, we water being poured over, I'm like drowning. We died in Christ. But just as Christ has risen, so will we share in the walk in the new life that he offers us? So in baptism, we've died. Matter, I always tell people, when people die, they say, oh, they entered eternal life on this day. No, they entered eternal life in baptism. That was the new life that began already in baptism. This new life, this eternal life. But it is a time for us to recognize it's not the one moment. In other words, I'm baptized, I'm I'm made new, that's good enough. It is a lifelong process of living this new life, of growing in this new life, of being like Christ in this new life. It's not a one moment thing. Some people ask, are you saved? Do you say, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, you're done it's a it's an everyday experience of growing closer and walking the way of this new life in Christ. Jesus invites us today because of this new life in Christ, he invites us to love him above all. above our parents. above our children even above ourselves. In other words, Christ is saying, make make me, fall in love with me. How do I make Christ the one who I really love above all? Think about how how you fell in love with the person you're with. That's your your spouse or friend. I fell in love with your children. How, How do you do that? Christ is saying, that's the kind of love you called to have with me. That great love that we're called to have. To make Christ, uh, make me Christ, uh, this lover in our lives, it really demands, as Jesus says, to give all. Not a little bit, but give her all. Now I know my, fa- my mother and father, they give a lot for their children. They give a lot for the 16 children they have. They're always giving, giving, giving. Jesus is saying the same thing. Give, give to me everything. Not just a little bit, but everything. And it's not easy to do that. It's easy to look more at ourselves and go, I'll, I'll give a little bit to you, Lord. Don't, don't ask me any anymore. There's a great um, a, a theologian, but also a, a pastor. He was a, a Lutheran pastor in Germany. And uh, his name is... Dietrich Bonhoeffer, his last two, last two years of his life, he was in prison because he spoke out against Hitler. And he, speaks, he spoke about and he wrote about cheap grace. You know, people who say, well, I follow Christ, but don't push it any further. I believe in him, but don't push it any further. He's saying, that's cheap grace. Yeah, we have grace. We, come, we gather for Mass. This grace, this is marvelous, But how is it changing our life? How are we making a change in others' lives? How are we really living this life, this new life in Christ? Not just saying we live in it. Not just saying we believe. That's all cheap, he says. The invitation for Jesus today in the Gospels is, is to give our life. He even says, lose your life for me. And you'll really find life. Lose your life. Now what does that mean to lose life? That means to surrender our lives to Christ. Not to anyone else but to Christ. Surrender our life to him and we will find real life, the fullness of life that he wants to give us. That's the great gift he wants us. But we have to give it to him, our life. To make Christ the one we truly love, he also says in the gospel today is to do acts of kindness to God's chosen ones. Be good to them. Show kindness to them. And so the disciples, he's, he's talking to the disciples because he's going to send them on a mission to go before him, to share the good news. And he's telling them, do acts of kindness and your reward will be with you. Be, those when you go out, be, do acts of kindness. Matter of fact, trust that I will give you acts of kindness through others. They, they didn't have hotels and motels in those days. So when they went out, they had the trust that people would welcome in, them in and offer them kindness to them. Jesus says, you will get your reward if you act in kindness. Even Elisha, in the first reading, he's gathering, always traveling, and he stops by this house all the time. And they're very nice. They always give him something to eat and drink. But finally, the the wife said, you know, he always comes. Let us build something for him. A little place for him on top of the roof. He has a place to rest in. Let's be kind to this person. And she gets the reward that she was not expecting, that you will have a child because of your kindness. To grow in the love of Christ is to show acts of kindness. Last night, my, uh, six, of us, six of us in our community went out to eat to a, a hamburger place. We're having a great hamburger. We're sitting down, and a man walks in, and he comes to our table, And I'm at the end, so I couldn't tell what all they're saying, but he said something about he's traveling by Greyhound, and uh, he just needs some food. No hesitation. One of my brothers, Father Alex, said, Oh, I'll buy you some food. Come on over. He bought him food. Then we had extra fries. We gave him our extra fries. Don't even think about it. Just do acts of kindness because these are God's chosen ones. There may be prophets. There may be uh, apostles. There may be the lowliest among us. But Jesus says, even give them a cold cup of water, which in Arizona we understand how necessary that is. I go to a memory care place, not for my own self, but I go to a memory care place <laughs> for mass every Friday, and I don't know if they know anything about people with memory, memory loss. This is Alzheimer's. They go into their world, and they dwell in their world. They're trying to figure out how life is. They're all in their own world. So one of the things I've learned is the first thing I do when I get there, I go to each one, put my hand on their shoulder, and welcome them. And they may wake up, oh, hi. Or they may be smiling already. But I want to get them out of the little world and see them beyond themselves, if I can. I do that for the beginning, when I welcome them. But also at the sign of peace, I go to every one of them. At the communion, I go to every one of them. Even the men not receive communion, I give them a blessing. It's so important just to do an act of kindness. That's what God is asking of us today. To grow in love of Christ. Growing that real love of a Christ means giving, of, of giving ourselves to him. Not cheap grace, all to Christ. It means doing acts of kindness. May the Lord help us in our struggle. But realizing that it's our, in our living out our baptism is walking this new life. And walking this new life requires a lot from us. But God's grace is with us, not cheap grace. God's grace is with us. That's why we give thanks today. So we can truly be His disciples, baptized in Christ.